All right, welcome everybody to another episode of Lang's Bogs, and uh, I have the pleasure of being here with Eric Mayo, Eric Mayo, and Anthony Perez. Anthony Perez, how you guys doing today? Pretty good. That's good. That's good. And uh, uh, so today's uh, topic is password security. So uh, one thing that I love about, uh, again, being a teacher is that uh, my students uh, send me emails all the time. Hey, Mr. Lang, check this out. Did you know about this? And so uh, Eric recently sent me an email uh, in regards to, Eric, why don't you tell us what uh, they were talking about? thread on Reddit, on the r slash you should know subreddit about password security. And there were a bunch of people from the IT industry in the comments talking about what an actually secure password should consist of and how most common conceptions of a secure password are wrong. All right, so before we get into that, what do you guys feel? I, I know you guys don't do this, but what do you feel the average person's, uh, because again, I have a lot of accounts, and I know you guys probably have a lot of accounts as well, and I bet you that there are a lot of people in our society that have a lot of accounts to social media, mm -hmm. banking, uh, to uh, uh, retirement services such as myself, my retirement services, my healthcare is now all online. So we have a lot of different accounts. What what do you believe? Just if there was a myth uh, that people are doing right now with their password security. So what most commonly happens with password security is they find something that is important to them. One of the most common topics of that being Star Wars. Okay. Most passwords that have been cracked <laughs> have been Star Wars related. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's just go back to the password itself. Yep. So passwords, are you saying so they're very they're general? Most people choose passwords that are very general, changing it minimally to match the requirements mm -hmm. of the service that, they're, that they are using. using the same password across And all also and using the same up. password across multiple <laughs> different sites. So if, they're, so, stupid. so if they really like sports, for example, maybe they're... Password could be their favorite yeah, sports. My or brother's if they, password to his old Minecraft account was uh, uh, Red Wings Thirty Two or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, something like that. Yeah. So it's it's a. Uh, we good to go? Yeah. Our tech well, guy. Uh, hey, can you be a guest on my podcast sometime, Mr. Stevens? Maybe someday. I would love that. Maybe someday. All right. Uh, thank you. And we need to talk cars. Don't overlook social engineering either. Yeah. That's social engineering. That's a multi-factor. It really is. Yeah. All right. So, so, so yeah, we'll talk, yeah, they are. Talk about this. So, as you guys mentioned, uh, a very basic password. Yep. Maybe throw a number or something in there, their uh, favorite yeah, number. Yeah, throw in a number. Whatever. And then, but as you mentioned, Tony, and you reiterated, using that same password so, across multiple accounts. My mom is the one in charge of all of our finances in our house, and she has, I think, five, maybe ten different passwords that she uses for almost everything. Yep. She has them written down somewhere in what system they go for. And as far as I'm aware, it's not locked up at all. It's just kept somewhere in her office. Somewhere in her office. So let's say someone broke into our house and they found that. They now have access to every single one of our bank accounts. It Mine, doesn't take long to transfer to transfer funds. It takes, <laughs> uh, if you're going within the same service, it takes less than five minutes. 
yeah. from one service to another. It can take a couple it of days. It take a couple of yeah. days. But by the time it happens, you might not. You may not even notice and it. And then they, they might even change your password and lock you out of your own account. Lock yep. you out of your own account. And that's what happens a lot. People will yep. change the password and right then away. on a different note, something I came across even more recently is uh, PayPal vulnerabilities. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm sure Tony has seen that. There, there were some ethical hackers who found some vulnerabilities with PayPal regarding their two-factor authentication and password service. Okay. That could be easily exploited to bypass it completely. Yep. So even that is not necessarily secure. Why so use two FA? And PayPal. That's why you use what? That's why you two use two FA and a good MFA. password. Uh, sure. No, but this is bypassing their two-factor authentication completely. Right. But that's why you use a secure password because PayPal credentials go for as little as a dollar fifty on the dark web. Yep. Sure. You know, like you said, and people are selling people, that stuff. People buy those in bulk. They take all yep. of their. They take all of the money of the people who own the account. Yep. Or, or they resell is, them again, or whatever. I mean, and they, then they resell it again because <laughs> there is little again. to nothing that can be done about that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, for for those of you listening to this amazing podcast, uh, uh, make sure that you're checking in on your accounts frequently. And, uh, uh, anything that you have tied, because I do have an, a, a PayPal account and I do have my uh, credit card attached to my PayPal account and my bank account. But I will tell you this. I do check my bank account, uh, uh, if not every day, every other day. And, yeah. and some people may say that is uh, I check that's it every absurd. other day because I only have a debit card. So anything I buy not with cash is coming directly out of my account and I have to make sure I don't overdraw it. Monetary items are very important to us. Cash is very important to us. So check those things. If you see anything fishy, go in right away, change passwords, uh, shut accounts use down. a password manager because okay. those are the only way you're actually going to have an actually secure password is yep. if you use a password manager. And I'm so glad that you're saying this, Eric, because if I could rewind. Last year, I remember we introduced password managers and you were very against password managers. I was, I was very managers. against password managers at that time, but then realizing what constitutes an actually secure password and the many ways that they can be taking the information given by the site of their password requirements, put that into the attack that you're doing to crack the password and it's made exponentially faster. Absolutely. Uh, a password manager, you only have to remember one password. All one of password. the other ones can be completely randomized as long as the service requires yep. and is significantly more secure because those password managers, their whole reputation lies on their encryption ability. You're absolutely correct. So that's now, what they spend all of their money on is encrypting your stuff as securely as possible. So let's talk about password managers real quick. Yep. There's password managers that are online. There's yep. LastPass, And there's password P-Pass. managers that are local just to your specific hard drive. And some of them can do either or. Uh, the one I use, I don't use a local one because I feel that is less secure. Mm-hmm. Personally, because then someone can get a hold of it. Right. Whereas with an online one, none of it is stored locally. Yeah. It's all stored in the cloud. Yep. So they would have to get access to that in order to break it. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to worry about whether or not I lose it. Right. Okay, so let me ask you this, because I use a local one. Yep. All right. There are benefits and, and to both. There, you're right. There's pros and, and cons to yeah, both. There, there's also the best of both worlds, where you <laughs> can host your own. Because there are password uh, managers where you can, it's all open source, so you can go check it, and then you can host your own server. 
off your own network. And so that really. just brings in the problem of you have to secure your server. Right, you actually have to know what you're doing. Right. But if you do know what you're doing, that's it's an significantly more secure than hosting it on theirs because no one else is going to know the address of your yep. passwords. So, so let's just agree that we 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 need to use a password manager. Yeah. Password manager. <laughs> let's I, agree with I, that. I wholeheartedly believe that they should be a requirement in. All companies. All companies. All companies should require you to use a password manager for and, your passwords. And 2FA or and MFA. And 2FA. authentication if yeah. it is available. And, and you mentioned another 2FA. When we say FA, that means what, guys? Uh, factor authentication. Yep. So and, and what are some examples of that? there is your password, and then, like Facebook does, it sends you a notification sends if anyone you. logs into your yep. account. It asks you to verify it with your phone number if you have that set up. Or so it may send you a notification through your email, maybe a text. It sends a notification on your phone through the app. Through right. the app. So it sends you a notification yeah. right so through Facebook. Somebody's trying to log on to your Facebook and account. And Google does it with emails that come through generally within 30 seconds to a minute of yep. you logging into another mm -hmm. computer. Yeah. Along with the location of where it's logged in, which mm -hmm. is incredibly useful. Yeah, 2FA yes. consists of something that you have, something that you know, or something that you are. So right. that encompasses uh, something that you have, your email, something yep. that you are would be biometrics. Which can be scary, but and then yep. people are using them. Fingerprint uh, recognition, facial recognition, those types of things. Yep. Palm vein so, recognition. Palm vein recognition. So just make sure that you guys, uh, for those of you listening to this very valuable podcast, use... Uh, Password, a password manager, manager two-factor uh, authentication, and, two -factor authentication. and a completely randomized pod, uh, password that you have absolutely no chance of remembering. And you yeah. don't, yeah, you have no idea what the password. I showed Eric uh, yesterday on my password manager. Here's my password. And he goes, Oh yeah, that's exactly what. Yeah, that I is would a secure. Never password. remember it. I would never remember it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I know like Eric said. I know, I know one password. To my password. Last pass and all of master the password that I created a long time ago that I just can't change the password to. Yep. Or that I'm not allowed to change. I don't the even look to. to see what those passwords are I can yep. just double click uh, on them and it uh, stays on my clipboard on my computer for 10 seconds or however long I set that up for yep. I paste it into my bank account and I hit log in and yep. I go again I don't even look to see what that password is very very important to do yep. uh, and uh, so what else do you guys have to so tell our listeners the, about password security what constitutes a secure password all right what constitutes so a secure password most of the time when you'll see it will take a computer X amount of time to crack a password they're not basing it off of how computers are generally used to crack passwords they're basing it off of a brute force attack which starts at one character and goes through every possible comp character combination from that until it cracks your password. Wow. This can take anywhere from a couple of minutes to a couple of hours to a couple of centuries, depending on how secure your password is. And how much uh, technology advances. So the exactly. faster so processors get, the Supercomputers and quantum <laughs> computers do it ex significantly faster. And also, whether or not the service that you're using for password cracking yeah. allows you to dedicate it to your GPU rather than your CPU. Right. Yeah. Which and allows you to do it significantly faster as well. Yeah. And I believe uh, here at school, some students on their Chromebooks were downloading extensions that they didn't even realize that uh, other people... Other people were utilizing yep. these their Chromebooks and our and our uh, uh, network, our internet, and everything for Bitcoin mining, as you mentioned, yep. Anthony. Uh, so again, for those of you that are just downloading any extension or any don't. application, just, just at least don't. check the reviews. No, what? Yeah, no and don't just into. check the reviews. Find other sources besides yeah. the website where yeah. they can remove your comments. Exactly, yeah. and they're going to be biased. Like you said, people. they're going to be biased, so they yeah. can remove those. So, so good point. Back on okay. the passwords. Back on the passwords. So from an 11-digit password 
to a 12-digit password that's just letters, it takes 600 years for the computer to brute force your password. Wow. Assuming an average Assuming an average, average computer. computer. Average computer with average CPU, GPU. Right. However, most hackers use a dictionary attack or a permuted dictionary attack, which takes yep. a dictionary list of known passwords and words in the English dictionary. Really? And then does all the possible different combinations of characters that are used to represent that. Yep. So, say, asparagus11. 12 characters, but it's easier to crack than a password like y3 uh, bracket tm comma t dollar sign, which, so is only eight, which is only eight letters. It's eight letters, And that's because almost no one uses a brute force attack when they're actually password cracking because of how long it takes. Right. right. And so there's different dictionary lists available to use. You can build your own dictionary lists. The most common ones contain at least 10,000 different words. Yeah, these are text files that are like 10 gigs. Wow. Yeah, 10 gigs of just line text by line file. of word words that they try to hash, and if it matches yep. the hash that you have, mm -hmm. that's the password. Yeah. No way. Yeah, but, but there's more to it than that. It doesn't just take the words. So say that a word in the password dictionary is asparagus. Yep. It will permute it to use at, s, p, at, r, any combination yeah. of special oh, characters special that can characters represent that those an actual letters. letter. Yeah. So what allows that so makes a three, it easier for 40, people to remember passwords. Or, yep. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yep. And so then we get into lots of companies have publicly available password requirements, correct? Minimum length of characters, yep. minimum amount of special characters. Sure. So that allows them to, instead of starting at one character password, start at the minimum length required. Yep. And then, if you know you have to have two special characters, it will test for that. If you know you have to have at least one uppercase, wow. it'll test for that. One lowercase, it'll test for that. One number, it'll test for that. Right. And that, every single requirement that is re made for the complexity of a password decreases the amount of time it takes to crack it. Wait, re repeat that one more time for our listeners. At all the complexity requirements that are put out there for a password decreases its security. It decreases it. Because people because aren't going to have it as randomized. And then the more often a company requires you to change your password, the less random and more, less secure yeah. it's going to most be. Most people just because most people two just, or three. Yeah, yeah. right. Unless That's it has it set up, then they go to however many it takes before it's set up, or they change, say, one letter in it at a time. Yep. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And I'm not going to lie to you, uh, Western Michigan University, my account that I have there, uh, every six months they require me to change my password, which is great. Yep. I wish, again, I wish every company would do so. However, I was able to, again, I would do it exactly like you guys said. Let's say my password was spring 21. I would change it to spring 22. Yep. And then spring 23. And then spring 24. Yep. And, and, and that's what us humans do to... You know, we don't want to completely change our password. We love our password. Mm -hmm. yeah. But now, again, my Western account, I had, I don't even know what my password is. Yep. I go to my password manager. As you guys mentioned, there's one master password that I know. Log in, double-click on my Western account. I see my little line at the bottom going across. I have 10 seconds to paste that into my document. Then it's going to be cleared from the clipboard. 
and off I go. All right, and then let's go back to the don't We're use going back. the same password on more than one site. Oh, okay. there you go. Here's the reason for that. <laughs> don't use they, if, so they if they crack. Don't use the same password on multiple. So my different banking accounts and healthcare accounts. Everything should have a different password. Everything should have a different password. And not, Elaborate. Not just slightly different. Just completely. Completely different. different. Completely different. Most hackers buy an email password combination from one site, they decrypt the password, and then they try that on all of the sites they know. And because most people use the same password across sites, instead of having access to just one account, they now have access to most of your accounts. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. And I mean... <laughs> Especially with Facebook, because so many people use Facebook as a single sign-on. As a single sign-on. And because sign of how stupid Facebook is, they keep getting breached. If you use Facebook as a single sign-on, you can get into whatever without even having to test your so, password. So let me ask things. you guys about that. All right. So for all of these accounts that uh, we have at school type of thing, yep. mm -hmm. uh, we log in with our Gullick account, which we use Gmail as our yep. back-end. Uh, and you know we're creating all these accounts oh, with it's so, our. It's so stupid. But here's the thing. Though. All right, here's the thing. With school accounts, I feel that it's different. With it's the exception true. of college, you don't have any financial information that they can get to. Most they can get to is your grades. The, and the, whatever you have on your say Google Drive. And most people, I hope, aren't stupid enough to use this their school password. For other, for other things that are not school related because right. that's just stupid. Right. So like for my school stuff, I do use Google to authenticate and to log in with mm -hmm. uh, two other accounts. Yep. All right. Uh, Google. I'd say Google's better than Facebook for Google, that because yes. Google is actually secure. Yeah. Facebook. <laughs> well, okay. They're more secure than more Facebook. More secure. There we go. Nothing is 100% secure, is it? No. no. Uh, but actually secure being like they do as much as they can to be secure right. because of how big their reputation is if they if they had an issue yeah. that was something that they could have easily yeah. fixed their stocks are tanking and they don't <laughs> want that <laughs> right facebook. Where, facebook they're tanking already they they just want to cheap out and save as much money as they can hope their breaches don't go public yeah 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 whereas uh, google they're planning to be around for a long time their stocks are still going up with all of the things that they're doing all of the services that they're offering yep. they have a decent parent company that actually cares so one of the things also you guys that i do in my computer science and software engineering class i'm doing more of this cyber hygiene stuff where we actually go in to google right away into the settings and say uh, when they ask you, I put a new password in for my bank account. Oh, yeah. Would you like Google to remember this password? password. I no, turned sure. that off right away, and so many people are using that today. Yeah. So as soon as I create that password mm -hmm. and I give it to Google, it's no longer my password. Right. It's Google's. But again, on Google, I would just recommend not using Google as a browser at all. Yeah, Firefox. They have, no, Firefox, Opera, uh, both of those are better than Google because what Google does is they have something in their browser that actively scans your PC for executable files and sends that information straight to Google so that they can get a better idea of you and what to advertise And, and what you're advertising yep. towards. Whereas it's all with about Firefox, that, that it's all open source, all free, privacy-oriented. With Opera, it has a built-in ad blocker and a built-in VPN. Opera, I've never heard of Opera. Opera, it's, Opera, a, yeah. it's the browser I use. It, I've been a, using it for a little while. It's really nice. It has a lot of customization features. Mm -hmm. You can install all of the Google Chrome uh, Extensions? Extensions with really? it by installing an extension through Opera. Mm -hmm. uh, it has a lot of privacy customization extensions. I have LastPass on there. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that's straight yeah. through. So it's a branch of Firefox. It's a branch of Firefox, more mm-hmm. privacy-oriented specifically than Firefox. So again, this is why I love teaching these guys because they teach me, they've taught me, for one, uh, thank you for introducing me to Get Kraken, oh, yeah, uh, no a, a great piece of software that I'm using today in my all my classes, uh, as well as now, uh, you guys telling me about using a different browser. So for my day-to-day school stuff, use, you know, because we're all Google Chrome, we're all Google, so like, uh, Google, Google works through Opera. At 100%. Does it? Yep. So I may look into that, mm-hmm. all right, and uh, we may install and that on our virtual machine. if you install uh, Opera GX, which is a gaming-oriented oh, browser, gosh. look, the only reason <laughs> I have that is because it allows me to limit how much RAM, CPU, and network uh, oh, yeah, yeah. broadband it uses. Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. Because it's oriented because towards Because it's oriented gamers. towards gamers, so it wants to maximize the performance of your game while still being able to use the browser. Mm-hmm. And so that also allows you to, unlike Google, where it just eats up your <laughs> RAM, yeah. set a hard limit that it will of, never bypass of how yeah. much RAM it can use. And how much RAM it can use. It will crash before and it will bypass And if you start re- seeing that your browser is slowing down, you could go in and adjust and You can go those. in and adjust it. And see why it's, uh, see why yeah. it's slowing see. down, what's and really, taking the most of it. Really, it keeps yep. logs and everything. And yeah. In a way. Yeah, sort I mean, of, you yeah. can configure it to do that. Because of how open source it is, if you want to, you could even code it yourself. You're right. Yeah. So, again, this is where I love teaching technology-related topics. Because, I mean, that makes perfect sense. Like I say, now I'm going to go home tonight, and I am going to take all my favorites from here, and I'm going to look at yep, this. You can download your can uh, I, bookmarks from Google export, and imp- export and them to an HTML file and import them into Opera. Export them to HTML and import them. Because that's, yeah. that's a lot of work. You, it's not really. It's like five well, steps, maybe. Well, I'm no, saying to, to re-add. Yeah, to re-add them in all manually. That's yeah, a giant yeah, yeah. pain. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. okay. So, again, you may have to show me and teach me, but uh, I think I can figure it out. There's lots of tutorials online I you bet can you find. There are, so I think yeah. I took like a five-step I can do it. tutorial. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, actually. And awesome. then within Opera, they have um, an account for your, for your uh, thing. And then within that, if you want to link two devices together, there's a separate pin that you have to remember to yep. two-factor authenticate that. So someone can't link all of your favorites to another device without knowing that pin. Really? Which you can't reset without entirely resetting your your, uh, uh, it, your uh, network. Yeah, it, thing it's sync. P2P as opposed to Google's cloud. Kind of P2P. Like, what does that mean for our listeners? Uh, peer-to-peer. peer-to-peer. So instead of going out to the cloud, it doesn't. Uh, basically, all of like your Firefox. information is stored locally. Yep. So, so if you want to sync it from one browser to another, you have to manually update the sync every time you want to update, update it. it. Really? Mm-hmm. So it, it's not stored in the cloud, so... It's stored on your browser, so say you want to update it. You have to have both devices on mm-hmm. in order to get that information. So if I want the bookmarks that I have here... Yep. yep. And they also the offer an app my, for your phone. Yep. And they have an app for my phone. Yep. Yeah, and it actually has features... It has an ad lock and so built into that as well. I would have to sync that then with my phone yep. with that pin. But it never touches the cloud. But it at, never touches. So how does that it's transfer all encrypted, over to it? It's all encrypted end to end. So sure. it encrypts it. It sends a request to your other device. Gotcha. Encrypts the data on there, sends it over, sends it and, over then and then decrypts it using it your pen. Using yeah. the uh, and, and we call that the master key. What do they call that? The key? Isn't that what it's called? Uh, just, you just a just a pen. For, 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 this, the, for this context, for this it's a pen. For the in- encryption, encryption, decryption, it is a key. It is yeah. a key. It's a, gotcha. it's a private really, key. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, man, this is amazing, you guys. Again, uh, our whole goal, you guys, for those of you listening, is is to educate us, right? Yep. We need to keep our stuff secure. And these guys, uh, one thing that I love about Cyber Patriot as well is they're patriots. 
What does it mean to be a patriot? Teach people your beliefs, your you know what you learn and what your and so here these guys are being true patriots, teaching me uh, what you know some of these awesome new software technologies from both password uh, managers to why we need strong passwords to uh, new browsing uh, new browsers that we can use on our uh, computers because we are creatures of of uh, uh, habit, habit. And laziness. thank you, uh, habit and laziness, you know? And so, yeah, it does take an extra 20 seconds for me to go and log into my bank account with a secure password rather than logging into my Google and going to my password and say, thank you, Google, for remembering my password for me. Yes, it takes a little bit longer, but man, I don't know if you know anybody out there in the cyber world that has ever had somebody have their identity. My parents have had their identity stolen My brother times. has as well. And it, uh, you're going to look back. It takes a while to, to it get, takes take care a of that. long time, and it is a headache. So, so that's why these guys again are trying to teach you guys out there in the cyber world use some of these techniques. Uh, again, uh, using that password manager, using a different browser other than Google, because Google isn't the only one. And so, you mentioned a couple of them: Firefox being one, Firefox, uh, Opera, and Opera, Opera GX, which is the performance-based one. Opera G, G, GX. GX. Gamer Extreme. Gamer yep. Extreme. Because again, you so may yes, not be a gamer, but you, again, if you, you are could performance go oriented, you can set hard limits on it of what it can and can't use on your computer. Or if you have uh, a potato for a computer. Yep. Or if you have a network at home where all your kids are on the yep. internet at the same so time. So you can limit each device to a certain bandwidth. To a certain bandwidth. Yep. Oh, or you man. can even go in your router and set the priority of yes. each device depending on if it's yours I need or to your do, kids. That's one thing I need to do with my router because my Wi-Fi is not as strong as my wired, obviously. For But, yeah, but yeah. They, they say I can go in and change some channels on that to yep. try to... Uh, is that something you've done, Tony? Yeah, so if you... Uh, there's an auto mode where it'll... Auto mode. Uh, scan uh, the... And I don't think what? I want it on auto mode. You would not want it on I auto. Because then if there's a device that you use more frequently, mm -hmm. but then there's another device that's just sort of passive in the background, it might be on a higher priority. Well, that it doesn't deal with uh, priority. Not it's not priority? No, it's okay. uh, all a channel thing because within the... Uh, 802.11 uh, space, there's like, I think it's 14 channels, yep. and each access point, uh, or each, yeah, each access point will use a channel, so what auto mode does is it uh, scans uh, what channels are being used, so if there's a, a Wi-Fi that's like a little bit over there, and it's using channel 8, if you try and use channel 8, there's going to be some interference, so auto mode will, ch Just change will check that. that. Hey, that's using channel eight. We're gonna use channel three, so you gotcha. get less interference on a stronger signal. So I do want it on auto. Yeah. Okay. All right. So cool, you guys. Uh, sorry to get off a little topic there, but that's usually Technology. what I do. <laughs> Technology. You're right. Uh, so um, one last thing that you guys want to tell our users about our podcast today on Lang's Bogs, passwords. One last thing you want to leave our users with. Have a good one. Have a good um, that's password. That's about all there is to it, really. Have a good password. Don't use the same one across multiple sites. And use a password manager. Don't write your passwords down. That's just dumb. Giddy and up. if you're a parent and you make your kids write down all <laughs> the passwords to their stuff, you are the reason they're going to get their identity stolen because you're teaching them bad habits. Yeah. So you can put their passwords right in your password manager? Yep. And that All right. way, if you ever need to log into their account, you have access got to it without having to write it down. Write it down because yep. you lose that paper. The dog ate the paper. 
You never know. So yeah, password managers. I personally use KeePass. I know there's a lot of ones. I what use, do you use LastPass. You use LastPass. What do you use, Tony? I use a service. A service. Yeah. You don't want to tell us what service. A yes. service. That's, That's the name called. of it. No. no. Uh, you use a service. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, he, he does use a password manager. Mm -hmm. Yes, he does. That, that's the gist of it. <laughs> yeah. So. I like LastPass because with my phone, I don't have to insert the password every single time. It uses fingerprint authentication. Yep. So that's, again, with a multi-factor authentication. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And like you guys mentioned, not only a secure password, but any even those major accounts, your bank accounts, your retirement accounts, your health accounts, your and pretty much everything. Now, I know Western is completely gone to, they have to have two-factor authentication. Mm -hmm. Look for the 2FA, make sure yeah. you're using it. Uh, and in the future, uh, 2FA is going to- 2FA is even, gonna be a standard. It's gonna be a standard. Now, but it will I mean, be in the future. And then there's gonna be something else that you're gonna add on to it. So not only MFA. will you have a password- MFA, uh, Now you called it what? MFA. MFA standing for? Multi-factor. So not just so two, not just but two, say multi. one, two, three things. So, so you, you could have password, password, the, the device the, is on. The device and then, and then something like a YubiKey or something. Yeah, so like LastPass authenticator. A YubiKey. What is a YubiKey? So it's a, uh, it's a little USB type thing that serves ah. as something that you have. That's something you have. So you don't want to lose your... Right, so I, I'm uh, sure you've seen ads for it. It's the little thing. It's like, ah, oh, manage your security here with YubiKey. Mm -hmm. There's oh, a couple of different okay, services I'm for fine. it. So it's yeah. an authentication service. Yep. Uh, so again, it's something you well, have. It's not even a service. It, it's not really a service. It's just a, this is here. Plug it in. Plug it in. Yeah, gotcha. so I could tell you my password for my accounts, and it would not matter. Someone could crack it because the way quantum computers are moving, that all encryptions are essentially useless right now. Yeah. Because quantum computers just cracked. Yeah. So that's why you really have to use uh, 2FA, if not MFA. If not, if not multi. Very cool. All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you for one being my students, you guys. Thank you for being on Lang's Bogs. Uh, I've learned a lot today. I hope that uh, you out in the cyber world have learned a lot today. And and the biggest thing is don't just listen to this. Mm -hmm. Do it. Research it. <laughs> Do it. So many people. I've gone to so many different conferences where I've learned. You know, people have talked to me about this, and some of them. I'm like, yeah, I need to do that, and I never do it. Yep. They make perfect sense, but I never do it. Yeah, that's do a it. special little thing called executive dysfunction. You know you need to do <laughs> yeah. it, you tell yourself to do it, and but you, you don't. don't do it. And you know, it comes back to we're humans, we're, we're, we're lazy. <laughs> we want, you know, so anyway, thank you guys so much for uh, being on Ling's Bogs, and uh, uh, have a great day, you guys. And uh, is it going to snow tonight? Your prediction. Snow day. Snow day. Snow day. <laughs> <laughs>